Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per mile. We're in Orlando, Florida at HDA Truck Pride's annual meeting, and I'm at the Kitmaster's booth. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I have a relationship with Kitmaster that goes back many, many years because of my remanufacturing days. Uh, my guest today is Kate Deeks, regional sales manager at Kitmaster. Kate is currently in that position, and she specializes in remanufactured clutches and, of course, all the parts that go along with that. Um, this is Kate's first time on the show, but it's not the first time Kitmaster has been on the show. We had Brian back in, way back in episode 17. He was one of our early supporters. So, Kate, yes. nice to meet you. Nice to meet Welcome you. to the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Right. So, I'm excited. So, you're here um, talking to your customers that make up the HDA Truck Pride group. These are independent parts and service companies. What kinds of products have you been talking about? So we are an aftermarket uh, fan clutch supplier, and we supply fan clutches, belt tensioners, fans um, to to the industry. And the show has been a really great show for us. It always is. It's it's great to get back in person and and see everybody again. Um, but yeah, we're highlighting our fan clutches here today at the at the show. You know, you talk about new fan clutches, you talk about all of the components. Um, I remember when I was a sales account manager and I was selling uh, the kits, I was selling the gold tops. Um, but I see also on the table here, you have some of the viscous uh, products, right? Sure. For those, that's really where the industry has gone. I, I always use the expression fan clutch, but now it's fan drive because things have changed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So tell us a little bit about that. So we have, um, this is the two speed fan clutch. And so this is where, you know, they kind of launched this in 2009, 2010. And what this is, is it's free uh, second speed cooling, if you will. So you're getting that, it's trying to simulate that ram air for over the road truck drivers. Um, but it's more on vocational, on your local uh, garbage truck or some trucks that uh, stop and go a lot. And so it's, so it's simulating ram air without robbing any horsepower. So without it being engaged. And that is, you're correct, that is where um, the the fan clutch uh, market is going. So there, and then electric. We just launched our um, electromagnetic. So, oh, yeah, so we launched the electromagnetic. And what that is, is again, it's, it's less horsepower, saves on fuel economy. Right. Everybody wants to save on fuel economy. <laughs> um, and I think that's, it's getting more and more into the electrical, um, for the electrical trucks and, and vehicles. Um, that's where it's kind of headed. So, so we, yep. So we launched that, um, this year as well. So when you talk vocation, um, I live now in uh, Northern Canada, 
I'm in Alberta where there's a lot of oil and gas. I know there's a lot of trucks in certain vocations where they don't necessarily do a lot of miles, but um, they're stationary because they're work trucks, right? And that generates a lot of heat. So talk to us a little bit about how your products will help them to mitigate that. And then how does that impact their cost of operation? So we have, which is, I'm super happy you asked that question. Um, what we do at Kitmasters is we look for the common causes of failure and we engineer solutions around that. Right. And how we do that is we tear down fan clutches all day long and we figure out what is the number one failure and then we solve that problem. And then we go down the list and say, okay, what's the number two failure and solve that problem. Yeah. And so that's what we've done and that's how we go to market. That's how we've, we've grown. That's, um, our market share and, and, and really, why we have such a good product is we're able to figure out what those problems are and we engineer around them and our fan clutches last longer. Yeah. And the reason, so what we do for those trucks that, um, that, that don't run a lot of miles. Um, so sometimes they have an override switch that'll turn on and generate the fan clutch constantly. Right. Or with the two speed, it's, it's constantly running, so it's constantly keeping that engine cool without it having to engage as much and as often. Right. If I remember correctly, too, like that that hard engagement, that on and off, it's wear, but it's also fuel consumption, right? Absolutely. Because every time that engages, it robs horsepower, which in turn... Burns fuel. Burns fuel. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So another thing that we do and another a, a huge, huge selling point to our fan clutches is what we call auto lock. And right. what that is, is... If that um, cement truck is making a delivery um, and is sitting idle and something happens to their fan clutch, the friction glazes over, the friction tears, tears apart, they're going to overheat. And yeah. then they're going to be stuck with, a, with a, a truck full of cement. With ours, we have auto lock. So there's a, there's a, a seal on the top of that. When that friction material gets to 10 to 15% of its life, it'll lock on in place letting that driver know um, it's at the end of its life. But it will constantly run. They'll be able to offload that cement and get back to their home base for um, to change that out. Right. So that avoids unscheduled downtime, helps them avoid a tow and all the associated Absolutely. costs with that. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy-duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com aftermarket. We're back from our break. And before the break, Kate was telling us about some of the products they've been talking about here at HDA Truck Pride's annual meeting in Orlando, Florida. Kate, it's been a difficult couple of years for everyone. Uh, the independent service channel and Kitmaster as being an innovative independent company. Mm -hmm. It's so important that we support that part of the, of the trucking industry. I know you, you believe that. How have you stepped up to help the independents over the last couple of years? Yeah, so we did a couple of things when the pandemic first started, um, aside offering, doing what we could do inside, selling training and doing all that stuff. We looked and we said, okay, what is going to be the most helpful to be not, not 
contactless. Um, and we, we did a, a, a free drop, drop ship to any one of the customers, any, any customer in throughout the United States. So it just, it's one level less of a person oh, okay. handling the product. Right. It reduced the contact. So you said, Hey, we've got a dis- distributor in this area, yep. but we'll ship directly to your customer. That's yep. just one less person that has yep. to that, that's really smart. It was really, it was really, yeah. A, yeah. It, so we started. Not without added costs though. So, I mean, this was something that you were investing in your customer yeah. base. Right, right. So we absorbed that cost to do our part, to try to figure out what we were going to, we wanted to figure out how we can do our part. Um, even if it costs us a little, a little money, at least we're, we're trying to do something to, to help. Um, but aside, so we started with that. But the, in the bigger picture of Kitmasters, everything that um, all of our product is, if it's not manufactured in our in our in our CNC shop in um, Perm, Minnesota, we source within the U.S. Oh, okay. So we had not had any um, supply chain issues. Wow. I'm happy to say that is I love saying you're that. like the first person that's actually said that. <laughs> so we um, we have. Uh, awesome planners, first of all, but also we were, were able to manufacture within the U.S., uh, source within the U.S., if not manufacture, if we're not manufacturing in-house. So we have run into um, um, a little bit of, of hiccups, but it's, it's you know... Been minor compared to some of the other pain. Very minor, and the industry doesn't know. That's all the in-house people, the in-house guys that handle that. So... So we source within the U.S. Um, and that's that's helped and it's helped our, our economy. It's near and dear even before the pandemic um, to our, our owners. So. I've always been working in the independent side of the business. And when I look forward, I got to be honest, there's some companies I worry about because um, things are changing. Technology is changing the industry. I'm not really worried about your company because you've been innovative. It's in it's in the blood of your company. So no matter what technology uh, changes on a truck, I'm sure that your company is going to find a way to to solve a problem. We're constantly looking for for right. new ways to do things. Yeah, you're you're looking for problems, but with a solution oriented yep. mindset. So when you look towards the future, though, um, what do you see as challenges that the independent service channel is going to face? Um, people. So I, I I think I think people is not only for this industry everywhere is is finding people qualified people um, training them uh, I think that is that is going to be the hardest part and it, and we're facing it now but in the future is trying to solve that piece you and I are on the same wavelength I have a presentation later today where I'm going to talk at length about demographic conversion and what that's all about but we'll we'll share with that a little bit later so okay so we've got this problem. What do you see as some of the solutions? How, how are we going to overcome it? Because yeah. as the independent service channel, we have a longstanding reputation of being entrepreneurial minded and solution yeah. focused. So what, what are the solutions that we can bring to help overcome that problem? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I think about this and I talk about this a lot um, because I am passionate about this industry. As, and I didn't grow up in this industry. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, my husband's in this industry, but that's how I got in it. And I think everybody I ask, some, some relative was in the industry and that's how they knew about the industry and that's how they got involved in the industry. If I didn't, if I didn't meet my husband and he didn't bring me into this, I would have no idea the industry existed because no one told me about it. Yeah. 
And so I think, you know, we do a really good job at going to the tech schools. We do a really good job going to Northwood University. Um, but I think it's important to get in on into the high schools, to talk to to talk to high schools, to have those independent distributors um, partner with a, their local high school and 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 some type of program that maybe they can put together with them um, or at least um, get their information out there that there's a whole industry that exists out there that has all different types of careers. I know a lot of times when you ask someone, and it's fun, it's fun when I ask a young person, uh, what do you think about um, the trucking industry or what, what is your per, um, perception of it? And they think it's mechanic or truck drivers. Super important. Those, I mean, we all know that we need to get those people as well. There's no industry without them. Right, exactly. <laughs> but there's so much more to it too. So I think that knowledge is power and we need to get the word out at a younger, the younger generation. So somehow get involved in, in, in the high schools. To your point though, I mean, if your family has not been exposed to the industry, it's virtually invisible. All you see is some semi trucks on the highway. You don't really understand, first of all, the scope of it. Second of all, the, the, the vocations and the niches. And third, just how amazing the industry is. It's awesome. Yes. Yep. Well, I think if we had more time, you and I could talk oh, for a very yeah. long time about this. We'll have you back on the show to continue Please, the conversation. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Kate from Kit Masters. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Kit Masters, head over to kit-masters.com. Links are in the show notes. Kate, thank you for being on the Heavy thank Duty Parts so Report. Thank you so much. HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.